This podcast is 100% a work of fiction, and while Tim Notary is a real person, everything else is made up on the spot, and anything resembling reality is just your imaginations. This show contains languages and situations which may be considered to be adults, so please consider yourselves to be warned. Welcome to Always Crashing, a drive-time talk show for the on-demand internet age. I am your host, Tim Notary. <sighs> I, yeah, I, I'm trying to keep my energy up and high and great to bring you this season two finale retrospective of Always Crashing the podcast and... Uh, I am come here to you today, audience. I've crossed a picket line. I've I'm I'm officially a scab. Uh, it's just me in the studio today. I had to set up all the recording equipment, put the coffee on, uh, do all the payroll things. Um, you know, do some kind of multilateral uh, arbitration with the union leaders, probably breaking an NDA by telling you this. Uh, but yes, there currently is a a a industry production wide strike here at a Crash Pod Productions Industries. Uh, but the show must go on. As I say, nothing will will stop me from performing and getting the show out there. Terry tried to hold me back, saying that it wasn't I was taking my life into my hands, that it was not safe to go into the studio and, and do this. Station management had made it very clear that this was a lockout and strike. Um, management joined the picketers, also picketing, striking. Uh, they locked the building so they couldn't get in, but joke's on them. I started this. This is my baby. It's our baby. Me and the audience. It's all we need. I, I have the keys to the kingdom. I can get in. They can't shut me out. Uh, this is my home. This is where I grew up. This is where I I was born. Where I was a baby. Station management and Terry and and Coco and all the rest. Dan, gonna try to come in here and tell me that I need to pay them a living wage and that I need to treat them with a modicum of respect. I, 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 I don't respect them. I don't pay them enough. I willed them into existence. They wouldn't be here if it was for me. They wouldn't, they literally would not exist. And now they refuse to work until I sign a new contract that guarantees them health care and benefits and dental insurance. A place to park their bicycles. I tell you, audience, I just don't, I just don't get it anymore. I thought we were all in this together. 
that we were all passionate about making drive time talk shows for the on-demand internet age for you uh, and for future generations and for past generations and for, you know, anyone else who doesn't exist or, or will exist or won't exist. Whoever, whoever can experience this audio format as it transmutes itself into other types of existence and other other particles but i was wrong i was wrong terry and i discussed what kind of finale we would be putting on for the next two weeks and you know if it was going to be a uh you know one that would go down in history like say the season finale of the sopranos or mash or hill street blues or Avengers Endgame, or Lord of the Rings Return of the King, something that would be remembered forever. Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Star Wars Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. Star Wars Episode 9, The Something of the Something. Harry Potter, all of these epics that, you know, that always crashing the podcast is in the vein of. Or would it be a miss? Something that would be infamous for being unsatisfying, say like a uh, Seinfeld or ER or uh, Strangers with Candy uh, or uh, the, the Incredible Hulk, Bill Bixby, you know, things that were not, not really endings. I mean, this isn't a series finale. Those things were, at, you know, the end of a series. Terry and I were just, you know, using them as a model for how we should end the season. And we would decide, we decided that it was going to be not a good one. It was going to be a miss. Uh, Terry didn't really like that so much uh, because his talents were better appreciated on the other projects that he was working on. He has a some kind of DIY YouTube show thing uh, that he does like makeup tutorials, I guess on, he just kept, he just kept wandering around the studio shouting like, and subscribe uh, to everyone who would listen. And, and he has a new show, uh, you know, through a, a, a crash pod productions. Um, I'm going to let, I guess I'm gonna let him announce that. I don't want to. I don't want to burst the bubble. It's a sad. It's a sad. It's been a sad few weeks here at at the at the at the at the at the station. The station. No script for me to read. No notes. Just me and myself alone again. As it as it began. Look at them out there. I can see them through a window, through this plexiglass. They keep throwing paint balloons. But I can still see them. There's still there's there's still parts in the in the uh, you know, industrial strength plate steel glass that have not been covered with paint that I can see through and I can see their their faces, their lovely faces. I miss them. I wish I wish they could hear this right now to know how much how much I love them. How much I love my cousin, Terry. 
I didn't want any of this to happen. I didn't want, I didn't want us to, to, to rift and there be a schism and, and there be some type of second podcast. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds listeners. I just know that the voices in my head, uh, who I was bringing to you across the multiverse, they're not there anymore to talk to me. Audience, I don't recommend uh, trying to do things in isolation by yourself without any help from anyone. You know, shutting your cousin out and shutting out, you know, the, this podcast, this company has literally infinite resources and employees to work for them. Unfortunately, uh, those infinite resources all come from my brain, Tim, Tim Notary, you know, even though it contains in my brain does contain infinite depths and dimensions. Sometimes, uh, you know, they just, they just go on strike up there, you know, and that's what we're facing right now is a strike, even, even station management me station management is went on strike uh, no one no one is available to me we are uh, we are in a writer strike here at a crash pod productions uh, i've crossed the picket line proverbially proverbially proverb the proverb the proverb picket line the pricket line the proverbial preferb the preferred proverbial picket line, our preferred picket line, the proverbial, there is no real picket line since, uh, all of this lives within, uh, you know, the extra dimensional portal that had been implanted in my brain, um, allowing me access to the infinite universe and infinite cells, the multiverse, came together to start this production company where we would make, you know, entertainment and content that we could sell across the multiverse. Uh, but finally, uh, with, you know, the age old story, just as, uh, we were getting traction season two, everyone was excited about season one worked, for scale worked very low uh, donated a lot of their time uh but once once season two started going and uh the crash pod prod started selling off the shelves uh, and we started raking in those fat stacks of cash uh you, you know our workers were like well the the contract we signed where it was voluntary uh no longer no longer applies that you're in the black the crash pod industries and so they went on strike they until until we renegotiate a contract which i am unwilling to do because they all live in my head i don't charge them rent or utilities you know what 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 kind of monsters are they to demand more of me so I, I have locked them out. They, sh they, they striked. They said, we're going on a, a writer's strike. You will not be able to produce 
or create any more of your beautiful, wonderful shows. And I said, joke's on you. I am turning the key and locking you all out of the building. So now it's just me in here, alone. It's quiet. It's nice. It's a little lonely. Uh, Yeah, you know. It's a little lonely at night. I miss Terry. I miss Dan. miss all those fools. But you have to stand your ground in times like this. This is my, my heart, blood, and soul work goes into making this podcast and this show and and this art and where's where's my adulation where's my pyramid they've never gave me one they never they never entombed me with with mummies and gold and jewels like I, i i deserved and i didn't complain about that I I never once complained to them that they they were not postulating or prostituting themselves to me. I allowed them free access and free form jazz to the studio and my recording equipment and audio equipment. Provided them with hours of research, decades of of skills and and learnings, and they they. They dared to strike. And I I can hear them. They don't think that I can't hear them out there on the proverbial picket line, marching up and down the street with their drums and their horns and their clicker clackers and their signs talking, you know, and and their effigies of me dressed up as a grim reaper that I won't provide them with a living wage. I... I just I, I I just don't understand. Even station management has turned against me. They've locked me out. Really, when you think about it, they've locked me in. I don't know how I'm going to get out there through that picket line tonight when when the workday is over and the the wolf whistle whistles. I just wanted to make something fun. Some comedy. I didn't want this to be serious. I just wanted to invite everyone in. So we bought a giant 80-story building in downtown Chicago to house everyone. And we bought a power, you know, we bought land to build apartment buildings to house everyone so that the commute would be easy. Right by train stops. And we 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 bribed city officials and we we buttered the juices of industry and and politics and society and we had so many lobbyists and so many policymakers make this happen and now they say that i'm exploiting them you know listener audience when you when you get to the top everybody just wants to pull you down well, that's going to do it for season two of Always Crashing the Podcast. I've enjoyed it. I've had a good time. I've, I've had fun. Uh, some songs, some dancing, a uh, ventriloquism act, I believe, we brought you. But now it's just me in this quiet studio. They, they, they didn't even tune my guitar, so it's out of tune. I don't know how to tune it. I won't play it for you, won't bother. 
I hope I hope I have your thoughts and prayers in this difficult time as I negotiate, I guess, a, a contract. Terry, I don't, you know, I can't believe he would do this to me. We're family. I can't believe station management would do this to me. They, I, I thought they had my back of all people. They were the ruthless one. They were the one who had the five-year plan to bring to bring a, you know products to market, more podcasts, more products to advertise. It was going to be an empire, the likes of which this universe would tremble before. But now we're back to square one, and they're not going to force my hand. I'm I'm not going to allow my hands to be forced. My hands do what they want, when they want, how they want. They don't want to do anything. They won't do anything. My hands, and so and so with that pearl of wisdom, I leave you that you know to have empathy for your hands and your fingers and your toenails and your fingernails and your toes and your feet and your ankles, your whole body even. Respect it. Hold on to it. Love it. Otherwise, it obviously will turn against you and rise up and make demands. I know, Ziggy. Just me and the cats. Okay, fade, fade out. Uh, well, I guess I'm the one now that's going to be fading this out. I guess I have to do that. I don't know what button does that. Is there a button that I press? Press.